Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet hosted by gooey duplicates of the real Ugh. hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. It's the <laughs> 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 make that yum, noise. Yum. My name is Austin, and I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and, and two, two sons, sons who have. So, welcome to episode 82, covering series 6, episodes 5 and 6, The Rebel Flesh and the Almost People. This is the one where the Doctor, Amy, Rory, and John Smith find themselves on an island in the middle of nowhere. And something strange is happening. Turns out the people living there are making doppelgangers of Greek style, out of Greek style yogurt called the Flesh to be their minions. Soon, war breaks out. Also, Amy's not real and hasn't been for a long, long time. Remember that one? I do. It was a uh, story. just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's story number 217, originally airing May 21st and 28th, 2011, to 7.35 and 6.72 million viewers. This one was written by Matthew Graham. Uh, Matthew Graham also wrote Fear Her, featuring our one of our favorite mm. creepy little girls, Chloe Webber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every time, every time. It yeah. gets you every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also uh, directed by Julian Simpson. Under miscellaneous trivia, uh, I have a note that I hid, and I can't remember why I hid this because it was a spoiler type of thing. <laughs> um, okay, yes. As of now, all of the TARDIS crew have been a duplicate at some point. What is, Interesting. What does that mean? That means Rory. Oh, was yeah. Rory the, was a duplicate. He was an Auton duplicate. As an Auton. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor was, was a duplicate. A, a, a flesh ganger duplicate. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out Amy at some point, was. Amy was as well. So it has we'll, been for well, a while. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll get into details uh, of that in just a moment. But I thought that was interesting. You know, we've been keeping track of. Uh, Rory dying over and over again. Hmm. But uh, it struck me during this episode. Uh, one, my first thought was, you know, like how many times has the doctor been a duplicate? Because <laughs> yeah. it happened with 10. Now it's happened with 11. And I, I believe Jared's going to uh, gonna dive into that a little bit and uh, we'll touch on it as well. But now we've also had um, all three of the yeah. current TARDIS uh, crew members here being a duplicate at some point. It's like, okay, yep. like, is anyone real? <laughs> uh, in the cast, speaking of duplicates, we had Miranda Cleaves and ganger Miranda Cleaves, played <laughs> by Raquel Cassidy. And the reason I uh, put her on the list here was because I, she kind of had that face, one mm-hmm. of those faces like where... you just know. You just know Well, no, that that's is. the thing. It wasn't the face where you go, I know I know that face. Where like you're going, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's he's it's that one person. You know, it wasn't that. Yeah. It was just kind of like familiar. Yeah. And I could oh. never quite place why. And when I hit up the IMDB, I realized she played a character named Baxter on Downton Abbey. Baxter was her last name. She wasn't mm. like <laughs> a, a, having a, an old man's name. Her oh. last name was Baxter. <laughs> and uh, she was uh, a character on Downton Abbey that I loved to hate. <laughs> she's one of those characters, you know, uh, just, she seemed to just, be that in this one, like well, everything eh. was working out fine. Oh, and then there's the one girl that killed a guy. So yeah, they should be <laughs> mad. And then yeah. at the very end, like she's yeah. still trying to fight everyone. Yeah. So she, here's the thing. She had, you know, oh man, she made some bad choices in this episode, but overall I would say mm. like she was, a, she had a good 
a good character. And yeah. I don't mean that as in fictional character. Her, she had a, a good, solid character reputation. Until she was duplicated and stronger now or whatever. No, no, no. That's Jennifer. That's Jennifer. Oh, Sorry, yeah, Miranda yeah, yeah. Cleves was the boss lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, getting those yeah, two yeah. mixed up. Yeah, sorry. Um, so at any rate, she had, um, you know, she made bad choices because, mm. she, but she thought she was doing the right thing and this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Baxter was not that character. Baxter mm. did not have a redeeming quality about her, uh, except oh. for maybe towards the end, but kind of not even then. Um, <laughs> so at any rate, um, brought her up and there was, the, you know, everybody else on the show, you know, it's a UK, it's a BBC show. So everybody else on the show has yeah. been on every other BBC show, <laughs> yeah. but there were none that were worth mentioning. Like everyone has been on, you know, Coronation Street and, uh-huh. and like a million other shows and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, the Jennifer character, I, I believe had huh. played in Coronation Street. Uh, but again, none that, uh, that were in our wheelhouse except for Downton Abbey. Noobs and the Whovian Guys is brought to you by R5 Website Management, where you can get world-class hosting, domain registration, and security at great pricing. As always, we've got a special deal just for Noobs and the Whovian listeners and those fortunate enough to know one. Use the code NOOBS at checkout and get 15% off of your entire order. Head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Get your, get your domain name. Get your website builder that we've talked about or get your WordPress hosting or whatever your need is. Throw it all in your cart. Get it for as long as you want to and use the code NOOBS at checkout for 15% off of the whole order. All right, guys, uh, we're coming into the checklist. Corbin said, the checklist has gotten longer. Uh, it has. has. That's okay. That's okay. There's, there's lots of things as we're going on. There's lots of things that have become things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so we started off with, uh, or excuse me, we added in the idea of name of the episode spoken in dialogue. This was another weird one. This was another two-parter where the name of one of the episodes was, was said in the other in episode. The, yeah. yeah. What was the other one where that happened? Was that on um, uh, The Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon? Didn't we say that they said Day of the Moon in The Impossible Astronaut? I think or, it was the other way around. The other way around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So on this one, uh, there's there's two lines of dialogue in the first episode the rebel flesh where the doctor says, uh, there's people coming. Well, almost. And, uh, Amy says almost coming. And he says almost people. And then a few seconds later, they, they, they come in and Amy says, what are these harnesses for? And Rory says, uh, the the almost almost people. people? So he like fully said it there, right? The doctor didn't say, you know, yeah, he actually got all three words in there. But again, this was in the rebel flesh. So we're going to count it anyway. That's I right. mean, it's the same story arc, so... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's all in the same story. So Creature of the Week was The Flesh. This was one of those ones where the Creature of the Week is The Flesh. The uh, the Wakia has a uh, main enemy or main villain of the week or something mm. like that, and they said Jennifer or, or mm, Ganger yeah. Jennifer. Um, but I would say Creature of the Week would be The Flesh. So uh, let's, let's talk for just a second about The Flesh... And Cassandra, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Was there not like immediate, uh, like when you first saw the face? Thing. When you first saw the face in the yeah. thing, it was like, who is this, Cassandra? Like, yeah. Anytime on. there's a, like Corbin said, a face where it's flattened out, and yeah. it's basically uh-huh. it's flat flesh with just eye holes, nose holes, and mouth, and it's the like very pale, but like a yeah. few. Didn't they uh, do that with the Absorbaloff or whatever? The absorbaloff, her face was in the concrete or whatever. 
Oh, it was yeah. kind of uh, yeah, but she was, like but she was like 3D. Sort of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, at various points, like Corbin said, when they're yeah. melting, there is a point like, where their yeah. their 3D face is sticking out of the flat pool mm-hmm. of bleh. Uh, as we said, Greek style yogurt. Um, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> the slurp, consistency slurp. of that stuff was just—it varied. Mm-hmm. It was—it was everything from like solid, like Jello, mm-hmm. to just as thin as milk, and then occasionally thick and creamy. You know what but it more. is? It's ublek. <laughs> it's ublek. Yeah, what is that? That's the stuff what? you. Like. Oh, is that the non-Newtonian? I don't stuff know. Exactly. Like, you what? like punch it and it's hard, yeah, but yeah. then you stick your hand. Yeah, it's in called it a non-Newtonian right right fluid or liquid yeah. or whatever. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, um, the flesh was, there was, there was some talk on the Wikia that, uh, there's a conversation going around about are the, is the flesh here in presumably the 2100s? Is this some forerunner of Cassandra? And the Wikia even pointed out that Cassandra at one point was referred to as flesh or the flesh or something like that. Mm. So oh, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, maybe. But then it's then she wouldn't she's be the going. last pure human. So, so then that's yeah, definitely that's not, not pure. pure humans. That's true. That's true. Yeah, she definitely seems to be glue. simply stretched out skin or whatever. Yeah. Why yeah. was, why? Yeah. Speaking of they spe- made me uh, this way. stretched out skin, uh, bad CGI. So we had, yes. first of all, Jennifer snaking out of the Ugh. bathroom stall. Awful. Blah. That looks terrible. Yeah, that was and that was pretty awful, but also uh, horrifying. No, like her hand stretched out and like punched the glass or whatever, and then her snake. The, the hand punching was, was almost okay. okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, like fast enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but there was the, something about the, the, the head snaking. And one time when she opened up her, did she open up her mouth real big then? Uh, no, that was a different scene. Oh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that did okay for me. Yeah, that, that was... I mean, it was a bit way, much. By the way, that is one of my, that is one of my uh, least favorite things to happen in horror films when the, when the jaw open. opens too wide on yeah. the spooky creature. Uh-huh. Um, there's a scene in the, in the dang Lord of the Rings where that happens, where Bilbo kind of like goes... Crazy yeah. for a second, crazy? and he goes, Kah! and like his face changes, uh, and his mouth his, shouldn't be open that wide. Yeah, his jaw opens a little mm-hmm. wider than it should have, and that's just Wait, something. Did you that, just unhinge your jaw? Yeah. to do that. He just unhinged yeah. his jaw and just pulled it down. So that that um, that bit of CGI was was pretty bad. And then can we just the Jennifer monster at the end? Okay, a like awful. the weird. Stag he said as thing? he put up one finger. Yeah, <laughs> a and then B. I'm gonna put up another finger. <laughs> um, a one like the sauce. Uh, why did she turn into that? What the heck was that all about? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean was it just we were like she's let's, evolving? Did she did she connect I, with the other things? The other like melted away dead? No, plastic it was definitely things? just that she was evolving. But then how come? She clearly got so much bigger. Where did all that extra matter come well, from? Well, you can you stretch when out. She and, stretched her. Yeah. yeah, she can be. I mean, she was a lot thinner. It. Think about it as, as flesh. You can even be like hollow. Like, um, oh, you guys yeah. haven't seen Deep Space Nine yet, but um, you could be hollow. Yeah, she could. She could stretch out real thin and, yeah, and get that tall, lanky. And you know, and, and her limbs were really long. But like, why? Other yeah. than. At some point in the future, there's going to be a podcast, and we want them to add as many creep levels out of their 500 possible creep mm-hmm. levels as they can. So let's make her turn into a CGI monster. Yeah, um, but also it's supposed it to look good, but yeah. doesn't look. It was good terrible, at all. but <laughs> and why? Like it was like a weird, like super stretched out. Was this? Thing. Yeah. Was this? 
uh, the Lazarus monster level yeah. of bad CGI. <laughs> like, yeah. sure it was terrible, that? but maybe unlike not the Lazarus monster, yeah. they didn't mm-hmm. keep it on screen a lot, so it was bearable. Yeah. That was, yeah. It's that like was the, the creepy factor like, is more you oh, don't see. Oh, weird it. Yeah. shadow in the back, and oh, it's running at the person, and yeah. And it yeah. gets like 15 seconds of screen time. It's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, bow ties are cool. We had, um, oh, Corbin, this was the other one that I had to add back onto the list. We had some stuff disappear from our, our checklist. Yeah. I have no idea why, so we had to, blame we had to add this back on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I blame Trip. He preps the notes. Uh, bow ties are cool. He said, uh, the, uh, one of, I don't even know, at this point, I'm so confused which doctor was which doctor at which points, but one of the doctors said, we have the same bow tie, which is cool, because bow ties always are and always will be cool and now that he i'm never saying said that cool I, hmm? he never said cool at the end yeah i don't think he said cool at the end oh i thought he just kind of like, like said it but it was like he was like throwaway. same bow tie which is cool okay well yeah he definitely guy. said which is cool because bow ties yeah. always are and always will be yeah the implication is cool mm-hmm. all right yeah. so um and and now that i'm recalling that line in my mind i think that was both doctors finishing yeah. each other's sentences yeah. wasn't yeah. Wasn't it? yeah i was like going back it was like same always bow tie are. Which and always will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. So, uh, he didn't get to, get to wear any hats this week, though. Oh, I really thought one of those acid suit hats was uh, helmets was going <laughs> to go on his head at some point. I, I, I felt for sure. Unfortunately, um, unless we count the um, amorphous flesh face as a hat. That's a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's on. a different thing. So, <laughs> not at all. Um, another episode where we definitely should have had a Doctor Who reference, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got two doctors. How do you how do you have two doctors on the screen and nobody says? Doctor He's Who. like, the doctor, oh, doctor I'm Who. the doctor. And there's like five people there. Nobody seems to question why his name is just the doctor. Yeah, but I'm, especially like during the scenes where there are two of them. And one of the themes of the show, of the episode, is which one is the real doctor? Mm-hmm. At no point did they work in a Doctor Who. I'm, yeah. I, I is disappointed. Uh, Geronimo made a comeback, and we hadn't seen it for uh, about six or seven episodes. But from the ganger doctor... We got a Geronimo right at the very end there. Was it the oh, Ganger yeah. Doctor, though, or the original one? He got melted away. It was It was at the very, very end oh, okay. when he door. activated the Sonic to melt oh, all them of away. them. Yeah, oh, to okay. melt Jennifer. And why yeah, wasn't the acid exploding? Why wouldn't that melt them? Yeah. Like the whole laboratory going <laughs> up and exploding everything? That's, that's a really good point. Also, they, they're... All he, three of them were plastic, so... They weren't plastic. They were flesh. Not plastic, but, yeah. flesh, but like... What are you gonna? What is a flesh gonna do to a flesh? Um, right. Oh, they can still kill each other. Yeah, yeah, they can still, still kill each die. other. Anywho, uh, so let's see. Yeah, at the very least, she could have like incapacitated them so that they were destroyed in the acid explosion. Wow, that's acid explosion. <laughs> there was a line that <laughs> should have been said volcano. during the episode. Yeah. It's an acid volcano. Uh, new to the list because we always mention this, but uh, I think it deserves a place here. This isn't going to be a counting thing, but yeah. stuff the doctor loves. Yeah. We, we've mentioned how the doctor loves a shop. What else does the doctor love? Um, uh, oh, gosh. mentioned a few things. Yeah, now it's I can't It's always the same it. little voice. It was like, like a teapot. Yeah. Shop. I think it was a teapot. A little, little it teapot. teapot? Yeah. Something. That was in the lodger, I think. Uh, something like that. Yeah. So uh, at any rate, this time he walks out. Actually, you know, this was this is kind of a continuity error thing. Kind of, he says a cockerel, and then he says, "I love a cockerel. I love a little cockerel." And uh, by the way, cockerel being the, the we would call it a weather vane. You know, it's yeah. the big rooster that points out which way mm-hmm. the wind is blowing or whatever. And for some reason, in this episode, 
the cockerel is the apparently most efficient solar panel in the universe uh, because yeah. that tiny little thing is powering an entire factory. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, he says, um, he mentions, oh, a cockerel. He says that, that loud proclamation mm-hmm. before he steps out of the TARDIS. <laughs> and it was the way the door was pointing. He had to come out of the door, turn and look up over the TARDIS. And like to really high up uh-huh. also. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which means so, he knew that there was a cockerel there. <laughs> Ooh. He saw it when they were flying in or something. That's right, yes. that's right. Uh, so speaking of the cockerel, he said, I've got, I've got to get to that cockerel before all hell breaks loose. Never thought I'd get to say that again. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait has he said... Before am, all hell breaks loose. No, I'm sure he meant get to that cockroach. Yeah. So I have, I am desperate to know, uh, and I, I, I didn't look enough at Jared's notes to know, is this an actual callback or is this I one of those? Hope. I hope. Uh, I desperately want this. It's gotta to be, be something want, that like the fifth doctor said. I, one, one I off want it to time be or something. That you know, one time the second doctor said that in an episode. And so, uh, uh, Graham was, what was the guy's name? Matthew Graham, the writer said, I've got to work that line in. I know I'll put a solar powered cockerel up on the top of the, of the spire of this building just so that the doctor can mention it. So if you ever want to confuse something, instead of saying, I never thought I'd get to say that, Say, I never thought I'd get to say that again. Again, yeah. And they'll be like, when did you say it before? Right. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Under Jiggery Pokery, we had a, a little bit here. I put this under psychic paper. Maybe this is more random because he shows her the psychic paper, and the psychic paper tells her that he is, like, with the weather service, which uh, is bizarre. Uh, yeah. And then he says, I need you to show me all your critical systems. And she says, which one? And he says, you, you know. know which one. Yeah, yeah. And then so, she takes him to the flesh. Uh, That's a yeah, you know, so that uh, Corbin, Corbin, you mentioned here that you know you love how the doctor makes people give them the answers that mm-hmm. he doesn't even know he's looking for. Yeah, you know, so somebody says, "Well, you know, which which thing do you want to see?" And you go, "The secret one." They're like, no, "I guess I'll take you to the secret one." Then. <laughs> yeah, so. It's like, um, oh, you've heard of that? Okay. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Let so then, under random jiggery pokery, what the heck was the snow globe for? And oh, why yeah. did that? Di- yeah, I wish that had just, stuck around. He just picked it up, shook it around, looked at it, and then put it away. Yeah, but but I noticed, and he the, kept doing that. I just noticed this this time watching it with you guys that every time he pulled it out, he would pull it out, he would, he would shake it, and then it something would happen. Yeah, there was like a a, a a rumble. So there's kind of this weird combination of things. What was it? It was a solar tsunami, right? Yeah, was yeah. was what crashed them into the Earth. So a solar tsunami apparently sounds a lot like a dang earthquake because there would always be like the rumble, 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 and, and like the camera would shake and all that kind of stuff. And it, that would always happen right after he pulled it. It was like the snow globe was buzzing in his pocket like he got a text message on his phone. And he would pull out the snow globe, shake it around and look at it, and then say something about the readings or whatever, and then the whole place would shake and there would be another you know solar tsunami wave or he whatever. He pulled it, he shake it, and then so he couldn't say anything about it something would happen and you would like shake around and you yeah. just wouldn't see it. Anymore. So once again, and, and, and I 
maybe there's something out there, but I would love to know the story behind that. Yeah, like, did like they... when did he get like the Sonic Snow Globe? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the... got to be the ten-year-old Sonic. Oh, that's the Sonic <laughs> Snow Globe. <laughs> the the young uh, the boy doctor or whatever we were calling it. Um, mm-hmm. No, I mean the real world explaction of like how did they settle on? Oh yeah. By the way, the tiniest snow globe I have yeah, ever like, seen. Yeah, I've ever seen. There were, were there like three snowflakes in that thing? It yeah. was so tiny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love the idea that, uh, like, what did the script say? He pulls out a gadget and they were like, oh, it's time to film. I don't have a gadget. Throw him this snow globe. I, you know, <laughs> or did it actually say snow globe in the script? I don't know. Oh, new to the list, guys. Yes. Uh, this, how has this not been on the list so Fan far? Favorite. Needless sacrificial deaths. Yeah. Yep. Why has um, this not been on here? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, well, it's one it of those things that we. So- I mean, it happens often yeah. enough that we, we always point it out, but it, it, it never had a, never, an official yeah. uh, enshrined place. Is this going to be like list. a running thing where we're just going to keep Probably. track of? I mean, like, like well, we're not going to, again, we won't count them. Uh, yeah, we're not like, like counting them, but yeah. are we going to, like we did with Rory deaths, are we just going to yes, have them a- listed? Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> we had the worker, uh, I, I couldn't even remember his name, the one worker, inconsequential worker number two, um, <laughs> who closed the door from the wrong side I know. for He's no like, push, reason push, whatsoever. Push. I can't push it, goes around, pulls, closes instantly. Yeah, well, he wasn't pushing, what? no. He was pulling on the handle, and the one thing that I almost gave him credit for is the handle popped off. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, so the implication is I can no longer pull the door via the handle so then, like you said, he kind of changes his angle and grabs it, and it immediately breaks free from uh, yeah. whatever it was that was holding it in place. But he also but, locked it. Because he said, oh, that but, door doesn't lock. And then he closed it and locked it. Because uh, he pulled down the latch to lock it. Okay. Which is why I thought he had to go around the other okay, side. Okay, fine. But still. But then how come he was trying to close it from the inside at all? Yeah, he yeah. was doing that to begin with. Anywho, I don't know. so he, yeah, he, he, like Corbin said, ah, they're just trying to get it down to one and one. I, it was brilliant because that's exactly yeah. what it ended uh-huh. with. Corbin's like, they're just trying to get it down to where there's one human left and one ganger left, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be the except ones to Jennifer, save the day. Which, huh? Except Jennifer, which three of them died. So that's great. Well, but yeah. when you said one and one, I thought you meant just like one human and one ganger, because yeah. that's all you but, end up with, right? Because mm-hmm. even the mm-hmm. ganger Jimmy died, right? Or something. What happened? Wait a minute. Did he make it? No, I mean one of each person. Oh, can- I thought you meant yeah. like one human yeah. and one ganger. Because there was... Yeah, Wait, what, happened Jimmy- to, what happened to ganger Jimmy? He was the one who had a, who had a son. Did he make it out? Yeah. Yeah, because he dropped him the off guy, to the house or whatever. Because yeah, it showed the picture got, of him oh, at the beach like picking up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Real Jimmy had acid spilled on his heart. No, I, I remember yeah. that. Um, but uh, at the very end, when he's dropping off the two of them to go into the apparently arranged press conference yeah. that's it, going doc- on inside the room. Like the doctor just arranged. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy wasn't there, so I forgot. I was thinking he had died. But yeah, mm. at any rate. Uh, so... Another needless sacrificial death. We had the ganger doctor and the ganger cleaves both stayed to hold the door to quote, uh, excuse me, holding the door quote long enough to let them dematerialize. Yeah. What? Like one person what? I get because you always have to have one person holding the door. How come you need two? A. And then we've yeah. also just proven that the TARDIS is able to like survive acid. Right. I don't think this monster is going to do anything as long it's as you get like in It's everybody but one person. Like, right. And you hold the the door. Choose the fastest person. Yeah. And then you hold it. For that matter, any person. It wasn't that far from the door to the TARDIS. Yeah, it was like 10 steps. And even if both people stayed behind to hold the door, 
then you go on three and you both run to the TARDIS. Yeah. And essentially, okay, let's let's just let's just acknowledge that really what happened here is you can't have two doctors, mm-hmm. right? You have to banish one to another universe or give them a heroic sacrificial death yeah. or whatever. Instead of but just taking them on the TARDIS and dropping them off at yeah. another random spot, here yeah. is like, here, take this one TARDIS piece and grow yourself a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. And he, we've seen still. him grow a TARDIS. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Here, chink. That's take but this. There That's was no funny. reason to even hold the door. The guy goes out, locks the door, which probably would have given them at least a minute or two yeah. to get to the TARDIS. No. They but all then instead they spend the five TARDIS. minutes going, boo-hoo, I don't want to get in the TARDIS yet. <laughs> all of you get in the TARDIS. <laughs> going boo-hoo. Forget, oh, man. like... Yeah, it's ridiculous. And plus, how did... How would she have opened the door? Like, how would she have known? Because the door was closed. It wasn't... Yeah, oh, it was locked. this one is closed. Oh, it's going to break through the door. No, like, if we let go of it, it's going to still have to break through the door or open it. Yeah. So, like... Well, I mean, just yeah, she could turn the handle. I don't know. Why did he even it's, go to lock the door if it locks on the outside? <laughs> no, that makes no sense either. It's like there's, <laughs> even the act of him running down the hall. They should have sent Rory to do it. There's no time. Yet yeah, you have enough time to run down the hall before it gets to you. So uh, yeah, right. Uh, I know. Like, get uh, in the dang TARDIS. Uh, oh no, they were still waiting for the TARDIS to. to they, they, the TARDIS wasn't there yet when he went down oh. the hall. Is that even still? I think. I think. Mm, but at any yeah. rate. All right. Next up on the uh, checklist here is the eye patch lady. Um, so she appeared in a wall in a room in the monastery, and then she appeared in the wall in another room in the monastery. In the, so in both episodes, we got a, yeah. a sighting. And then of she the appeared at the very end. So uh, ah, yes. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let me, let me put that in there. And then. At the very end, yeah. So she. And, so and, now and we figured out. Saw, who, so now we actually figured out two of the ongoing questions: who's Eye Patch Lady? And well, we haven't really figured we don't know out who she is. Well, we She's know like, like, okay, it's a nurse. nurse of some we kind. we know why it's She's happening. There. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, was there any other stuff we noticed that we uh, haven't hit yet that you guys wanted to throw in? I didn't have anything in particular off the off of the checklist. Mm. All right, so let's move on to who's who. Uh, who is Rory? There are times, guys. We we trash talked Mickey, right? Yeah, and 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 we said it eventually. Always comes back to Mickey. Uh, yeah. Huh? I said it always comes back to Mickey. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a natural comparison. Um, Rose and Mickey, Amy and Rory. Yeah. And and Mickey, you know, we said kind of redeemed himself as a character, and he turned out yeah. to be like an awesome soldier and yeah. freedom fighter, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Rory sometimes is more doctor than the doctor. Yeah. And this episode mm-hmm. is a is a classic example. Jennifer is out there, and she's on her own, and I'm going to get her. I know you understand that. And then the, the d- doctor says, Rory, get in here. And Roy's like, Jennifer's out there. And he goes, yep, get in here. And he I'm like, runs off. I'm like, what? And then doctor. Amy goes to chase after him, which is what the companion would have done if the doctor ran off. And the doctor pulls Amy back in. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But that's uh-huh. the thing. is like Rory was, <sighs> the doctor was doing some sly, sneaky stuff to, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, uh, to, to, to um, make everybody think real hard about the gangers, right? Yeah. But Rory was flat out putting his life on the line mm-hmm. 
to save one of them. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Now I I take that back because he didn't know she was a ganger, but she was, she was out there, right? She was a person that was in need. And maybe the doctor was too in his head about the whole ganger thing. And like, I've got to teach these people a lesson about equality and prejudice or something. And Rory was like, yeah, but Jennifer, right? I'm going to go save Jennifer. Mm -hmm. So, um, Great twist, though, with Jennifer turning out to, like, both of them were gangers. Yeah. And it was always a ganger the whole time. Like, that was a great twist. Also, can I say, there was many, many times where Rory could have been cloned and then died in this episode. And they just oh, how did that not happen? Oh, like, yeah. come on, he's died in like every other episode except for the how one where you have an easy way to kill him. Go down into the mines and like Amy push him in. Move out of the way, stupid! <laughs> what? Jeez, that should have happened. That definitely should. I feel wrong like- way, moron. And then he slips on a banana peel and falls <laughs> into a vat of acid. We're just saying how much he's like the doctor and so great. Then he's gonna go sleep. But he's still kind of an idiot. Wrong way, stupid. Oh, and by the way, oops. <laughs> right, so last thing about peel. Rory before we get on to Amy is um, <laughs> the bit where Amy goes, uh, "Doctor Rory," and he's like, "Rory, what about Rory?" And she goes, "Uh." Rory, like he's not here, and the doctor goes, "Oh right, Rory," and does the nose thing. <laughs> he does the the yeah. sign language gesture apparently for Rory. Rory. <laughs> that was so and me great. and me and Dad looked right at each yeah, other, yeah. like <laughs> I didn't catch that. I've watched this is probably the fifth time I've seen this episode. I never caught that until the, this last time that we watched oh. it. And I was just like, oh man. When you're doing a podcast about it, you catch everything. You catch all the things. I'm sure we're missing tons of things. And yeah, people are yeah. screaming into their iPods. More on iPods later. All right, who is Amy? Um, Amy is in fact pregnant. So here's the here's the answer to the Schrodinger's baby. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. The doctor kept telling her to breathe. Did y'all catch that throughout the episode? Yeah. There was one time where he said, breathe, Amy. And she's kind of like, because <laughs> like, he said it kind of like loud and suddenly. And then there was a part where both doctors said it to her at the same time. And then there's a part later where he said it to her again. And then he says, push, but only when she tells you to. Also, why was, why did he push her and like hoist her up and like push her against the wall or whatever? I was just we're gonna, gonna we're gonna crazy. we're gonna get back to that yeah we're, okay. when we get down to who is the doctor I have notes on that yeah um, let's see after they oh this was great after they escaped the gas she held her stomach and she said I coughed so much I must have pulled a muscle or something she's holding her stomach that. feeling pain and she's like I I must have coughed so hard I pulled a muscle she was feeling labor pains mm-hmm. is what it was so they were like just dropping. Little yeah. hints, you know, here and there. And you know what it kind of reminded me of? The doctor every now and then saying breathe. It reminded me of the time of angels where she was counting down. Yeah. And they didn't point it out for like until she got to like six. So she was like 10 and then she randomly said nine for some reason and then randomly said eight. You know, they didn't point it out for a while. They're just dropping little hints. You know, the doctor saying breathe. You know, like the first time he, he said it, it, it almost made sense. Like, calm down, breathe. But then later on, he just like said it for like no reason. So, okay. um, she's preggers. She's also a ganger, and I yeah. thought it was uh-huh. ironic given her prejudice towards the ganger doctor, which wasn't even the ganger doctor. Which turns out wasn't even the ganger, ganger doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's explore that whole concept when we get down to the let's talk about section. But uh, so then, lastly, Schrodinger's baby. Uh, the noobs last time uh, on our point five episode, you guys basically thought that there was some kind of wibbly wobbly stuff that needed to settle down. That there was a there was a timeline. I thing. thought it was like Amy 
it was like getting a reading from like Amy in the future was like yeah. getting mixed around with Amy in like the present. So, right. like, so rightly, rightly theorizing that it was a wibbly wobbly thing, that it was a time travel thing. And then boom, not so much. Y'all were so wrong. I mean, they still didn't really explain why it's positive negative though. Like she's a ganger. But it's scanning then, the ganger, so the ganger's like, not pregnant, but it's connected to the other Amy. But like, when was it but, scanned? When she was already pregnant, because then there would be a baby growing inside of her, anyways. And because the yeah, ganger, was, because the ganger up, and Amy are connected, right? So right, because this was not. Know. This was not. By the way, just to just to clarify, this was not Amy's ganger. Was not a ganger that had come to life the way the four did in, yeah, in the yeah, episode. Yeah. This was, was an a, a yeah. fully controlled ganger. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a there's a telepathic connection. So there must have been some sort of brain activity stuff going mm-hmm. on that was causing a but uh, then an issue with the flesh. That also meant that she was um she was cloned or whatever before she was actually pregnant because otherwise the ganger would be pregnant. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. But he didn't scan until But she also didn't show any signs of pregnancy. Yeah, but you know what though, Corbin? Oh, wow. Oh, that's a major major wrinkle. Does it does it like she, break everything? Well, so where, yeah, because why would she be showing like, signs of pregnancy? In I knew the- I had conversation or notes about this somewhere. I thought, but here's here's the thing: there was all kinds of of speculation, and and there's still not a definitive answer out there. There's not a canon answer, and there's not any of the writers that have said definitively one way or the other. But um, the the speculation, there are certain like when. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> what am I talking about? The question is, when was Amy taken? Right? Yeah. When was she taken and replaced by a ganger? So, oh, um, I just solved it. Okay. All right. I just solved it. Yes, this internet debate that has been going on for a long no, time. No, no, no. I didn't you solve that. I didn't solve that. I oh, solved okay. the wrinkle that I thought you pointed out here. Because here's, here's the problem. She was replaced after she got pregnant. Yeah. Right? Because it is Rory's baby. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It is for sure Rory's baby. So, she was replaced by the ganger before... Uh, I'm sorry, after getting pregnant, but she could have been cloned before she got pregnant. But so be, but. here's the thing. Oh, they so had to was, have the ganger ready, right? Yeah, so they have the ganger ready for like every person that's in this area. But she or wouldn't have the memories. Cause she clearly still remembers the past few adventures. Oh, but if they cloned her before no, no 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 remember 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 this is this is this ganger this ganger, Amy's ganger is a is like a mech suit, right? It's an avatar. It it is it is not running on its own the way the 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 workers right. were in this episode. Mm-hmm. It so it is not independent of her. So while she was going on all the adventures as a ganger, it, it was, was still her brain plugged into it from from you know somewhere else in time and space. What well, that's not what I meant and it still uh, explains what I was going to say. I mean okay. how would the ganger have the memories but it's still Yeah, because her they're mind. connected. Exactly. It's not the same as when the gangers exactly. break out and they start having different memories. Exactly. It still thinks that's, it's her. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So so the the idea is she had to have she had to have been replaced sometime after getting pregnant, right? Because mm-hmm. we know it's Rory's baby. And 
then, um, uh, oh gosh, there's another limiting factor here. But basically what it boils down to is the, the, the theory that I thought made the most sense was that in between Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon, do y'all remember how there was like three months where everybody mm-hmm. sort of split up to investigate, right? The doctor was, was in, like he was locked up, right? Yeah. And Amy is out doing her thing and they find her and they quote, kill her. And they find Rory out somewhere else and they kill him and they find River and she dives off the building, right? And all that kind of stuff happens. The theory is that during those three months while she was out on her own is when she was replaced. Yeah. And it fits with the timeline because in Impossible Astronaut, she thought she was pregnant. Yeah. And she told the doctor she was pregnant. And then in Day of the Moon, three months later, she's like, not oh, pregnant. Oh, because and she it's because now she was a ganger. Because she was a ganger. And it, yeah, and she that was pregnant, but she yeah. was in a pod somewhere uh, mm-hmm. where the eye patch lady has her. And it was. It might have even been near the beginning because that three months is a lot of time. For yeah, it could have been. Could have been anywhere during those three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, it would probably make more sense if she was taken early in those three months before she started yeah. like showing any real signs of being pregnant. She would because she would remember notice, that like. A yeah. few months in and yeah. three months and you're yeah. practically almost mm-hmm. there. And then it's like Yeah. Just so she mm-hmm. probably a month or two was yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. So but at any why rate. was she taken and replaced? Well, we don't know till next episode. Yeah, well we yeah, yeah, figure yeah. out. There's there's plenty no plenty spoilers. Of, plenty of mystery left in this season. Don't worry. Don't you worry. All right, so that does bring us down to who is the doctor. He's a ganger. <laughs> <laughs> he kept giving Amy mm-hmm. and the others. Uh, chances to be the best of humanity. Was there another? There was another episode where he challenged yep. everybody to be what was the best it? of humanity. Was, what was it? Uh, There's a lot of parallels between this episode and another one. Oh, what was it? Also uh, a two-parter. It was with David Tennant, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, it no. was Eleven yeah. and Amy. I don't quite remember. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was the Hungry Earth and Cold Blood yeah, yeah. with the Silurians. So uh, yeah. once again, you have humanity being confronted with having to share the planet with yeah. some other creature, right? Either the Silurians or the flesh and things starting okay. And then going south real fast because one of the humans killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of similar themes, a lot of similar themes. So yes, he, um, there's, there's a moment where he, uh, you know, Amy is, is, uh, Oh, Amy made some kind of decision and the doctor says, are you sure this is what you want? And he kept saying things like that. Like, are you sure? And he's like pushing her to stop and think. She was reacting from her gut, right? And he mm-hmm. keeps trying to get her to stop and really think. And not just her, but also Miranda in particular. Is what, you know, everybody, but in particular, Amy and Miranda. Yeah. Are you sure this is what you want? He says to her at one point, are you sure you're not prejudiced? And Amy says, nice try, but I know, okay, we've been through too much together. She was so sure that that doctor was, quote, the real doctor. Yeah. And that there was, there was you know, you're almost the doctor. Yeah. To which he says, being almost the doctor is like being no doctor at all. You might as well call me John Smith. Right? And it's, it's really interesting, the, the, the trick that he played on everybody the, the, the switcheroo of the shoes there mm-hmm. where he made everyone think that their roles were reversed and then let them treat 
treat the two doctors the way that they did based off of bad information. And yeah. it proved that there was no real difference. You know, except he only told Amy that he'd switched the shoes. He didn't tell anyone else. So At the end, you mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of interesting. That's true. Let's just assume that happened on the TARDIS on the way out. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone else had come around at that point. To I, like, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. right. And they're the ones that had to live with it. Yeah. Right. Amy was leaving. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a moment where um, he he got Jimmy on the phone with his kid, and yeah. then Miranda says, or Jennifer says, "You tricked him into an act of weakness," and he says, "No, I tricked him into an act of humanity." Yeah. You know, again, giving, and this was a ganger. This mm-hmm. was a ganger, and he said, "I gave him the opportunity." Uh, for an act of humanity. Um, oh, there's a great, great doctor line. He says, I am and always will be the optimist, the hoper of far-flung hopes and dreamer of improbable dreams. I'll note real quick, this was said by the ganger. Mm. That was not said by... But Amy thought she was talking to the original doctor there. So, um, Okay, Corb, uh, Trip, you mentioned this earlier. The original doctor is the one who grabbed Amy oh, and yeah. pushed her against the wall. Yeah. And it's like, what? And in the scene, it makes sense. That's the ganger doctor. And he's not real. And he's crazy. Yeah, right? But what was it? Why was he acting that way? Do y'all remember what was happening in the scene? I couldn't really understand what he was saying. So Uh, no. Okay. What was he saying? Do you remember how he stormed out of the room? Yeah. And Amy was like, I'll I'll go talk to him. He said, I can can hear them in my mind or something like that. I can can hear them or I can see them or something like that. What was happening was when he initially got there, and he put he 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 uh, scanned the flesh with his sonic, and, and then put him. his hand in it. Yeah. yeah, he made some sort of psychic connection with the flesh, and he was able to to communicate with it. He was able to sort of like connect to it and feel. And remember how Jennifer, for whatever reason, Jennifer's the one who remembered all. Like she remembered every version of her that was ever terminated. Yeah. including the ones that were not even fully terminated, that were just left in a pile in, in, the, in the saddest, most horrifying room ever. And was yeah. she the only one that was left in a pile like that? Yeah, that was yeah, kind of weird. Was. Yeah. Yeah, those, that, uh, it was a pile of Jennifers, for sure. Yeah, like, so, it should have definitely been a pile of, like, a few, or, like, four piles or something. But is Jennifer, like, a problem to this thing? <laughs> Constantly makes faulty ones. Maybe. Hmm. maybe. Maybe that's why she remembered. Maybe the other ones were properly disposed of or disintegrated or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, he was tapping into that. He remember, he, the, the, the bit that Jennifer talked about with the eyes, the eyes are the last things to go. And what's the question that those eyes are asking? Do y'all remember? Why? Why? And what did the doctor say? I can hear them. And they're just saying over and over again, why? Why? That same thing that drove Jennifer towards revenge is what was eating away at the doctor, the, again, the original doctor, and it was just kind of driving him nuts, yeah. right? And she's over there talking about who knows what. Actually, she, she spilled the beans that she saw the doctor die. Did y'all catch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she spilled the beans on that. Thinking she was talking to the ganger doctor, mm-hmm. she's, she was like, I kind of maybe sort of saw him die. <laughs> you know, like maybe that happened. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I take it that that's what happened there. I didn't like how far they took it. Cause she even said, you're hurting me. Yeah. So I didn't like that. They took it to the level that they did, but you know, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And speaking of eyes, why was there eyeballs in the wall? Yeah. That did y'all see, did y'all catch the part bizarre. where she made those? Uh, oh, oh no. yeah. 
No. There actually was a scene where she was she was taking her finger and poking it at the wall, and then she like pulled back and like it was like pulling it at like you know a pot of glue or something. Where it was like you know. And oh, I must have completely missed that. I thought I that was that. the non-ganger her yeah, going, oh, what is this? Right. No, that was, yeah. Oh, that okay. Corbin remembers. No, that was her. Sort of. And do. eventually they grew into eyeballs and, the, and they said, why is it eyes? And the doctor said, to accuse. Yeah. Right? The eyes are just staring at you. And again, what are the eyes? The, the eyes were the last thing. thing to go. They were the, the, the question, why? Yeah. So... A lot of kind of poetic stuff going on in this episode. Uh, The original Doctor, well, and I'm sorry, I don't even, again, don't remember which one was which, but one of them said, am I crazy, Doctor? And he says, well, you did once plug your brain into the core of a planet to hold its orbit and win a bet. (laughs) So, again. Hopefully that's a story also. uh, Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I, 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 yeah, definitely want to know what what the whole deal was with that, so. Um, I loved him figuring things out with himself. That was just amazing. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, like, you know, we we saw a tenant with two versions yeah. of himself, but he kind of like hated the other version of himself. But yeah. it was also him with um, the Doctor Donna, because they kind of went back and forth like yeah. that too. But yeah. again, that was so so that was a scenario where the cloning, like the the Metacrisis Doctor and the Doctor Donna, were both things that ten was not happy about having happened. No, well, no, sorry. He wasn't happy about the Dr. Donna because he knew where it was going to go. Yeah. He wasn't unhappy about the, the Metacrisis Doctor, but then the Metacrisis Doctor went too far, and yeah. so now he's like, you know, bad doctor. Yeah. You know, so he didn't have the moment of sitting and just basking in the glow of himself the way Eleven yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, that was just, can you imagine... If the if the doctor if the ganger one had survived and we had mm-hmm. to have like a couple adventures with him that would be amazing and it was funny how they were both working on things and like they were like if you just had like twenty five ganger doctors like you could build <laughs> you could build the you TARDIS could do anything that's amazing yeah absolutely anything so also completely unrelated but I just oh, thought nice. of a small plot hole uh oh um so the the part that confused me where there's Jennifer and shoves one in the acid yeah. and she dies and I, I thought that was the real one. I wasn't like putting all the pieces yeah, together. Right, right. The ganger Jennifer was still able to control both Jennifers at once. Yeah. Seemingly. Huh? Because yeah, so she was that ganger before. every time they use the gangers before they split off, they go unconscious. They have one ganger and that walks around and does what they or thinking of doing yeah. and whatnot. Right. And then it splits off and it's it's completely own thing. But when she cloned herself again, it's she not still cloning. broken. There's no reason for it to have split off. Yeah. But she's also conscious and so she's controlling the other both one. of them. As if she's controlling herself, which is yeah. a ganger, no. and controlling the ganger. Uh okay, I think I see what you're saying. I don't think that the ganger Jennifer God in the harness, if that's what you're thinking. But then... How was it cloned? Because every time we've seen it up until this point, they're either completely disconnected or they have to be in the harness to be able to yeah. control it. Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the two Jennifer gangers both came about in similar ways, just like the ganger doctor. Remember, the doctor never got yeah. into a harness. It she duplicated him. It. The the 
solar tsunami lightning strike on the cockerel that gave all the, gave the ganger's life. I think that it didn't give the ganger's life. I think it, it gave, gave life the to the actual, flesh. Yeah, it gave the flesh. So there were four that were already in place. But yeah. now any and, one that you make. Yeah. Wait, does that mean they were actually fighting to see who would survive? Because like whoever would survive. No, I think it was survive. all. I, I think it was all a play. Yeah. Then why would I think the other ganger agree to be to that? melted in acid? Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe 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 the one legitimately thought that it was real, hadn't come to the realization yet because it was the it was the smart devious one that ended up winning that fight, right? But it would think it was the real ganger of um, Jennifer, not the real Jennifer, because it was cloned from the ganger, the ganger. wasn't it? We don't know where it came from. I'm thinking it just came out of the soup the way the doctor did, the ganger doctor. That's what I think. So it was just producing more flesh? I, I think. But and that just so just happened to the be the one that and cloned? Jennifer, the only person that would have any want to have another ganger? I don't know. Who knows? It's a good point. It's a good point. And, le- and le- who knows? Maybe all of the... The spare gangers were, were running around somewhere and we just never saw them on camera. I don't know. So, Guys, I want to take a moment to remind you that Noobs and the Whovian is also brought to you by listeners like Victor and Jared. If you're finding value in what we do, if we help you enjoy your enjoyment any more, uh, even more and you want to give a little value back, here's how you can do it. Head on over to patreon.com slash noobsandthehoovian and become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today. Uh, that brings us down to our classic Who connection. And we are going to jump into what Jared has to say. Oh, it's gone. What'd you do, Dad? (laughs) (laughs) I had it pulled up and then I went somewhere else for a second. And so now I have to go find it seamlessly. Gosh. Like a a professional. Yes. (laughs) Hello, noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic Who connections for the two-parter, the rebel flesh and the almost people. So back with the second doctor, we see him also visiting a monastery, and that's a pretty small connection, but I bring it up because it gives me an opportunity to talk about a cult classic favorite of classic who, the, the, the baddies called the yetis. And the first time we see the yetis, we actually see them as the abominable snowmen. And that's the uh, title of the serial with the second doctor that we see them in. And unfortunately, this is a lost serial. Uh, there's only one episode, the second episode of that serial remaining. Uh, and you can actually get that on video along with little clips that have been spliced together, presumably from like advertising commercials and things uh, from the serial. So we don't have the full story there except in audio format. So you can listen to the whole thing. You just can't watch the whole thing. Like I said, it's it's a classic favorite. And I think that's mainly because today it, it's the special effects are just so bad. I think they were even bad for those times. The, the people in the Yeti outfits are, are kind of ridiculous looking. You can see those pictures online pretty easily. Uh, but it's just it's a fun one to, to look at. And then, of course, we do have uh, other episodes. The, the, they do return not as abominable snowmen, but they do return as Yetis. And you can see those in other serials with the second doctor and those are kind of fun uh so i just wanted to take this opportunity to make sure uh, people knew about those if they wanted to get into classic who and, and see a little bit more moving on to other connections 
the line that the doctor says, a lot of things can happen in an hour. An entire planet can be turned inside out in an hour. That's a line directly from the TV movie in the 90s, Doctor Who. Now, we have seen the doctor with doubles of himself many times before. Uh, in New Who, you would remember the Metacrisis Doctor, uh, but it, it, this happened a number of times in Classic Who. But I, I think, to me, this is the one time that I can remember. I think he plays with it the most in this one. I think the doctor plays with his doppelganger uh, more so than others and has a little bit more fun with it. And also, uh, it's the one time that I can recall where they're uh, messing with the audience as to who is who. And so I thought they took a recycled idea here and did something new with it. And that was fun. Now, at the start of the second episode in this two-parter, the Almost People, the Ganger Doctor uh, is working to stabilize himself. And so he goes through a number of classic Doctor imitations. So we start off with, he says, one day we will get back. Yes, one day. Now, that's from the first Doctor. That's, that's you may recall if you followed us in the classic Who rewinds. Uh, with the first doctor, you may recall him saying that. And actually, it's a bit of a misquote because he says, one day we shall get back in that episode. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. They um, they changed it a little bit. I don't know if that was intentional or not. But uh, then you hear him talking about reversing the polarity of the neutron flow, which is a catchphrase of the third doctor. We talked about that when we when we watched the third doctor serial and he also talks about uh, jelly babies, and they were a favorite of the fourth doctor. I mean, you can say they're a favorite of the doctors. He has mentioned jelly babies since, but the fourth doctor seemed to always have some in his pocket to munch on and, and share. And if you've never tried jelly babies, uh, they're quite good. I don't know why they're uh, little jelly babies. I don't know who came up with that, but uh, they're quite tasty, and I would recommend it. Uh, the Ganger Doctor also talked about the Cybermats, and we saw those in the Tomb of the Cybermen, which, again, if you were following the classic Who Rewinds, you would have seen and might recall. And then finally, the Ganger Doctor, but really, I think it was the Time Lord Doctor, the, or the Doctor we have known, um, he asks to be called John Smith. And, of course, we've seen that before, even in New Who, but once again, this dates back to the second Doctor serial the wheel in space, the first time he used that alias. So that's it. I enjoyed these two episodes. It gave us a good, strong story and gave us a little bit of advancement on the overall story arc for the season. So it hit a lot of my top points there. There was some good action. There was a lot, a lot of morality questioning and philosophical things you, you could talk about. In fact, the noobs in the Whovian probably already have talked about a lot of the moral questions of this uh, episode a good bit. So uh, I'm going to rate it, surprise, surprise, pretty high. I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 eyes staring at you, asking why. And the creep level was pretty high. If, if not, my, my rating might be just creepy enough. Um, but creep level for me was pretty high. I'm going to go up uh, to 325 on the creep level. And again, you guys have probably already talked about all the stuff that's creepy, not to mention the existential horror explored that I'm sure uh, Corbin has talked a good bit about. So thank you to the TARDIS Wikia. 
thank you to BritBox, and thank you to Noobs and the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who connections next time. Did Existential Horror get taken off the list, yeah, too? Yeah, it did. It's totally not there. It's not there. Completely so Corbin, quickly, that. go add that back in. Okay, let me let me say two things on the on the heels of, of that. Uh, first of all, Jelly Babies are not, in fact, good. I like uh, them. <laughs> if <laughs> no, you want to send more, Jared, no, I'll eat them all. <laughs> they're not bad. They're not bad. Um, yeah. They definitely weren't what I was expecting. They're, they're yeah. uh, if you good. think they're, they're gummy bears, they're not. No. So, so th- weird, they like dissolve in your mouth in yeah. a really weird way. Like, yeah, they, they, they're they're you know what their more consistency probably is 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 like the flesh. <laughs> now no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Try yeah. eating the flesh. So, blah, blah, don't. It's like Greek yogurt. Anyways, um, the other thing was, yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, we completely forgot to uh, talk about the existential horror yeah. of, yes. of surviving a solar tsunami, only to discover you are in fact not a human being like you thought you were, and your Especially entire life. Especially for Amy. Um, honestly, I think it's worse for the for the for the gangers that came yeah, to life. Yeah, because Amy, it wasn't. Amy, I've been living this lie my whole life because she still goes back to her body. She's not right. like But for the gangers, it's like, dissolves. okay, I lived my whole life in my memories. I lived the whole life as this person, and now it turns out I'm not that person. I'm Ublek. Yeah. <laughs> and then I die. I either have to kill the human version of me and hope no one ever discovers that I'm a duplicate and go live my life again, um, or... Now, like, by the way, by the way, what does Jimmy tell his family when he gets home? Yeah. Because we know that the whole ganger thing is not saying a secret. They're having a press conference about it. So is he, are they going to leave out the part where, oh, by the way, Jimmy's one of them. Are they going to leave that part out? Or are they going to say, no, he in fact is a ganger. The real version of him died. Don't worry. This version of him didn't kill him. I Trust mean, us. Given everyone else's reaction, I would say nothing. Uh, yeah, Just- Right. I, mm-hmm. I want my, my family to still love me, please and thank you. Yeah, explain to your kid. Uh, I'm not actually. I'm Ooblek. I remember everything that your dad did, but I'm not actually him. And there's I'm no difference gooey duplicate. until you bring it up. Imagine right. one day you're just sitting there and suddenly you sneeze out part of your insides. <laughs> yeah. Like in the sink. Well, yeah, I mean, like, and your what kid happens? walks in. Uh, what happened to your face? Yeah. So is there a point where they fully stabilize and they are like flesh and bone? Didn't he say that's what what happened when they went in the TARDIS? He act they actually became human. They stabilized fully. What? Is that what you mentioned? Yeah. yeah. But um, I missed that. Like as far as I'm concerned, you could say you you could live your whole life. Well, if that's the case, then who cares? yeah, Yeah, you could live your whole life and it's perfectly fine. And then you tell them all along, I was a doppelganger. And that scarred your entire reputation for all of time, basically. Yeah. Well, and like Corbin, like you said, they, you know, they had to pare it down. So I, I would have, I, it would have been a bolder choice if they hadn't pared it down to one of each person. Yeah. And in the, and in the case of, um, unimportant, uh, factory worker number two, they killed yeah. both versions of him. Yeah. It <laughs> so, matter. um, yeah, there's one Jimmy left. There's one other guy left and then there's one Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's interesting that, um, gosh, I didn't realize that he said that, it, but and now I'm remembering, he said that they stabilized fully. So they are yeah. like flesh and blood. Yeah. So there is absolutely no difference. So like the no last difference. dying words no was, 
I was not real in the first place. Yeah, right? So if it would have been, what I was trying to say earlier, it would have been a bolder choice if they'd have left two of one yeah. of them. Because then you actually have a problem. In particular, Jimmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if they'd have left two versions of Jimmy and now he's got to go home because presumably the other ones don't seem to have families. They don't seem to be yeah. married or have kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but imagine... Hey, can I get you into this little duplicator device so I can have my own family? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect solution. I didn't even think wow. about that. So Except let's take for the, the whole existential... lab blew up. And... Yeah, let's put that, that existential crisis onto my five-year-old son now. Let's yeah. let him live with that as well. But, um, but yeah, that's that. I, I love... This is not uh, the only sci-fi show to do this where you have the duplicate created that is functionally no different, right? They have the same memories. They have the same values. The only thing is that from here on out, their lives diverge. But up until that point, they were the same person, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Um, there's a great episode of Star Trek The Next Generation um, um, that deals with this. Have I told you all about this one? One with Riker, right? Yeah, Riker. We watched that one. Oh, did y'all? Wait, what? I did. Okay, so Trip, there's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where they, uh, they I forget why, but they go back to a planet where William Riker had been like he had been working there and there was some disaster and he beamed out at the last minute. And if he hadn't, if he hadn't beamed out just in time, he would have been stuck there. Right. But he beams out and everything's fine. And for some reason they go back and they go down to the planet and it's like, what, like five years later, 10 yeah. years later, something crazy like that. While. And there's signs that someone else has been, someone has been living there and they're like, what in the world? And then around the corner and, and Riker is there and around the corner walks Riker and it's like, dun, dun, dun. What and happened? it turns out that when he beamed out, the transporter beam split and it, it both went and didn't go. Yeah. So he was, oh. he beamed out. And then when he beamed back in, one version of him beamed back in where he was and the other one be- landed on the ship. So a completely identical duplicate of him had been living in that place for like five years or whatever on his oh, own. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah Wondering yeah. why no one had ever come back for him. Right, right. Yeah, nobody came for him to rescue him because he got out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a great episode and it's it deals with this. It's been six years and yeah. they finally come back and he's like, oh, you've come back for me. Who is, who <laughs> is he? Uh, and you brought me with you. He's also like <laughs> leveled up by that point. Like, so. I oh, came back for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. The interesting thing is uh, you know, season one and two, Riker doesn't have a beard. And then from three on, he does have a beard. Yeah. And he grew the exact same beard. <laughs> Both versions of him grew the exact same beard. <laughs> because, <laughs> obviously, because same actor, but I, I do He's love the shaving. Nice, clean, yeah, nice, clean cut beard, you know, living underground yeah. for six years or whatever. So mm-hmm. at any rate, um, they, they do that idea here where, you know, you, what, again, it comes down to like, what does it mean to be you? You know, mm-hmm. are you your body? Are you your memories? Are you your mind? Um, is if your you, mind more than just your memories? Is your identity you more than just your memories? If you took me and put me into Corbin's body, I would still have all of my memories and know how to do everything that I know how to do. Which is it's a whole other sci-fi genre. Yes. <laughs> Corbin's like, let's never speak of this again. Um, so, no, it'd be more like if you uh, cloned yourself and then you woke up and you were the clone. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, yeah. So, what? There right. was that one show that we talked about multiplicity happened a comedy movie yeah multiplicity the guy goes in to get cloned he wakes up and he's like where's the clone and they're like you're it and he points to 
uh, I think a, a, a tattoo behind his ear or something that says two. <laughs> so like, that means you're number two. Um, there's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that, that plays with that idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, existential crisis, you know, what, who am I? What am I? Yeah. And that kind of thing. And again, not the, just like with the Silurians. So we had the, you know, the doctor trying to broker a peace between humanity and the Silurians. Here he's trying to broker a peace between humanity and the, the flesh. There's another episode like this coming down the road that is also going to involve um, what happens to prejudice if you take away the knowledge, right? So mm-hmm. Amy was prejudiced against the doctor because, quote, she knew and she could tell. Mm-hmm. But the only reason she knew was exterior information, i.e. the shoes, which turned out to be false. Because yeah. they switched so shoes. Her entire prejudice was based off of false information about mm-hmm. exterior characteristics, right? Which is, by the way, like the definition of racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prejudice based off of external characteristics that are probably false. Um, so uh, there's another one coming that, uh, that I'm really looking forward to. But Thanks that's, for that spoiler. That's it. I'm not spoiling anything. When it happens, it happens. That's like a concept, not a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There will be more Doctor Who episodes. <gasps> spoiler. No. no, I didn't know that. <laughs> all right. So Jared uh, gave his overall rating. He gave nine eyes looking at you asking oh, why, gosh. to which we all cringed. Uh, Corbin, what do you got, man? Um, I thought this was a really good one. And I was, it was just a fun episode, especially mm-hmm. with two doctors. That was really great. Was was this? No, 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 no. That was something else. Never mind. What? Continue. Continue. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I was remembering a different show we watched. Remembering a head or something. No, I was remembering uh, when you and I were watching Firefly. <laughs> it's uh, a completely different thing. Never mind. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Moving right along. All right. So, okay. Gosh. So I'm gonna say this is eight point five glitching faces. Oh man, that was terrible. Right. Speaking of the bad CGI, like, where it just kind of disappeared and came back, like there was yes. no transition whatsoever. So. Didn't you weird. like puke it out and then that? No, happened? it didn't puke out. It just went bloop bloop. Yeah. Like it was just, no, when she was that when she was looking into the mirror. Yeah. And she puked into the sink thing or whatever. Oh yeah. And yeah. then glitched. Yes. 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 Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I had forgotten about the part where she puked up the Greek style yogurt. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right, yeah. Trip. What's your rating? Um, I'm gonna say you. Are a bad person, Corbin. You <laughs> rated it way too low. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say this is a 10. This is oh, wait, a good... Handing out 10s, yes. Trip. It handing is a them out like good, candy. good episode. I like episodes where it deals with... I don't know, like the series. Like, it's giving what? a lot of information... <laughs> where it... <laughs> I like episodes that are about the show about that the feature doctor. an episode of some sort. When okay, what are you, what are you talking about? The overall, I mean, like, the overarching how story. It, like they did the one-off adventure. There's like, oh, who wants to go figure so out words, about this girl or we're whatever? Back, we're but back no, to the season-long arc. Yeah, we're okay. back to. Okay. In a really roundabout way, though, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to bring this up, but the, they, the doctor totally did not crash there. Y'all caught that, didn't you? Huh? Yeah. He totally did not crash there. He absolutely intended to be there. He intended to be at that place when he got there. Yeah, yeah. because he knew. Well, he said, we were planning on going there, but then right. I like. I was going to drop you off for fish and chips. First. He was going to drop them off for fish and chips. 
And then go there. And, and go there. Head there himself. And then the solar tsunami is just changed his plan. More so like he was the TARDIS was like, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been some of that too. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so trip. Um, you were saying, or were um, you? you haven't given I give it a score it yet. A ten out of ten. Long-legged stags. Stags. Like the a little weird monster. At like the a end. deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not a stag. <laughs> yes, it was. That was a human. <laughs> yes, it all right. was. Um, I thought I thought this one was great. Um, we, for all the reasons we've already talked about, um, I wouldn't put this at like you know one of the absolute best ones. You know what? I'm changing this. I was gonna go. I, I literally was going eight point seven five because I just couldn't give myself. Oddly I couldn't specific. make myself give it a nine. I don't know why, but I'm gonna give it nine cockerels. Uh, <laughs> creep levels. Corbin, you want to kick us off with uh, creep levels? Um, I thought the practical effects were. With the makeup on mm-hmm. their, you know, flattened faces was Waters pretty good. Of Mars in scale, yes, creepy. Yeah, yeah. That, but yeah. then the CGI just greatly diminishes mm. it. Yeah. This like was not a time where you could use CGI like for horror. It was yeah. better to use practical. Definitely effects. not for creatures. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna say this is 300 because it was still pretty freaky. But 300. I mean, if you made it. Like, if you were there, it would obviously be a lot more scary because it's easier to watch it and go, oh, yeah, that looks stupid. Oh, that's totally improbable. And then you're there. <laughs> I don't there. know if, if I was there and the creature looked all fake and bad CGI-like, I probably wouldn't be very scared. <laughs> uh, so Jared gave it 325 out of 500 creep levels. Um, I'm going <coughs> to uh, kind of bump, bump that up a little bit and go 375. Just a um, little bit. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't one of the, the worst ones that we've seen, but, I mean, there was like, uh, presumably in the first part of the episode, we watch a man dissolve an acid yeah. before we realize mm-hmm. that he's not a human being or whatever. Uh, then we find out later on that it in fact was a living thing. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, all the CGI stuff, um, the, I, I would say out of that 375, a full 75 of those creep levels is just the creature at the end. Um, cause that <laughs> yeah. thing is just horrible in every way. <laughs> the, Including uh, the, the, the snake, the head on the end of a snake <laughs> coming out of the thing, I would say is mitigated by how terrible it is. Like it would be yeah. a lot creepier if it wasn't, just like video of her actual face, the actress's actual face yeah. Yeah. on a really bad CGI snake body. It was bad CGI, thing. and they just they stuck on it too long. That should yeah, have been yeah, like, it's way too much lingering. It like should have been three seconds yeah. maybe. Instead of so, like um, but there were plenty of other other um, very very creepy things. I mean, even just like watching you know, the pile of of bodies was was oh, creepy. Yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, Trip, did you give your score yet? I don't I think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I mentioned the episode, but I didn't give it. Um, I'm going to go just, just a peek bit underneath you. I'm going to go 355. I think this was a pretty up there episode. Yeah, pretty pretty good one. All right, uh, so that brings us down into our theories section. Um, let's see, if there's anything y'all want to update about your theories, what will happen with Eleven dying? No real uh, new information there. Right? No. Well, I'm going to change that to Eleven dying is the um, a duplicate version dying. Ooh. Okay, so tri- so sometimes okay, so n- no longer is this the, the end of eleven. Swapped. So so you were saying that this is how eleven dies and ends up regenerating. Yes, but now but you're now saying now I'm saying this is how a duplicate <coughs> version of him dies, and this is showing how they literally are the exact same thing because you see him start to regenerate. That's interesting. 
Okay. Wait, but wouldn't that mean so, that he wouldn't know that he was going to die? But the doctor could have... Yeah, okay, I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> All right, so Trip thinks that the doctor we saw die was a duplicate. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so a, a, a ganger. Yeah, a ganger. Oops. Uh, Corbin, anything for you to no, change on um, Eleven's death? I'm going to stick with mine. I like the ganger okay. idea, but I don't think that's what it is. Okay. So. So you just think that uh, what we saw is going to be undone. That was your that was your theory. Yeah, <coughs> that uh, they're going to avert Eleven's death. <coughs> Boy, we're all dying today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, who is the impossible astronaut? Anything to to add or subtract there? No. No. Nah. Who is the little girl? Oh, we don't have anything. I don't think so. nothing. Yeah. Uh, what we were standing on was Corbin thinks that she's Amy's daughter. Her regeneration and strength are a result of the Schrodinger's baby thing, whatever that is. Well, do you have to? Do you have anything to to just get rid of the whatever that is part? I guess. <laughs> I mean, we kind of know. Just like, I I still think it's Amy's daughter. I don't okay. know what the regeneration and strength thing are about, really per se. Okay. Time traveling, maybe. Who knows? Okay. Uh, Trip, you didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, not, I was just kind of neutral who, on that. No thoughts. Okay. I still. We don't. We haven't seen her. We don't have any new information. I'm just gonna cool. stay. Cool. Okay. Uh, so who is River? Corbin thinks she's married to the Doctor and that she's in Storm Cage for killing someone, even though it's not the Doctor. Uh, Trip mm-hmm. thinks it's obvious that she's married to the Doctor and she's in Storm Cage <laughs> because she killed the Doctor. So you both can't. Which be could right. opposite. Which could um, also be a duplicate version and Ooh. she's uh, she and she is the impossible astronaut right. since oh go ahead Keep she going. she is the impossible astronaut and she killed the doctor and she's in storm cage for killing the doctor but she okay. wants to be in storm cage. we we jumped over this you your original theory on the impossible astronaut is that it's a past version of 11 so now you're saying yeah. trip thinks uh it's river yes okay so <clears throat> <clears throat> let's let's nail it down. She's in Storm Cage because she killed the doctor or a duplicate, you said. Yes. So are you saying she killed a duplicate? She killed... Mm. Because your theory is yeah. that was a duplicate that we saw die. Yeah, so, All right, she, so she's in she Storm Cage because in... she killed a duplicate of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Or a ganger of the doctor. Ooh, but could the kid be River? Ooh. What? Mm. I doubt mm. that. Do what now? I'm sorry. Could I was the typing. kid be River? Ooh. Could the kid be r- the kid? Oh, the little girl. The little girl. Could that okay. be River? Ooh. Okay. Where do so you you're saying that? everyone is River, basically. Okay. So under who is the little girl? Trip thinks it's River. Because we never we never see her change. Isn't the little it's girl? It's probably red-headed? not River, but huh? Still. Isn't the little girl redheaded? Uh, but she remember she's like oh it's happening I'm dying. It was very dark oh, yeah, when she, she was regenerated. when we saw her. But remember yeah but she regenerates so she can regenerate as River so. Meh. And she kills the doctor for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay all right um, listener input um, Christina had some input uh, Christina and Xavier had some input on the doctor's wife uh, Christina I want to apologize um, I know by the time you're hearing this you left this input a couple of weeks ago I yeah. mentioned before that uh, that we're getting ahead on our recording mm-hmm. so uh, so folks that means that if you are watching along with us in real time and then you're responding to an episode it'll probably be an extra week before your input 
shows up in the in the listener input section. So sorry about that, but yeah, we can't fix that. So, <laughs> but we can't time travel to get the listener input. Uh, wait a minute. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> uh, so she says that she has a theory that the doctor, uh, so keep in mind, she's thinking she had just watched the, doc- the doctor's wife. Um, she has a theory that the doctor may not be as bad a driver as he appears. Perhaps it looks that way because he's trying to go where he wants to go, trying to take over the controls, but uh, Sexy said she takes him where he needs to go, which to Christina implies that she's in charge of the controls. Kind of like you were saying, Trip. Imagine the passenger in a car suddenly reaching over to steer. It would make driving extremely difficult and dangerous. Kids, don't try that at home. <laughs> this is all Christina. <laughs> and from the outside, it would look like the driver had no clue what he was doing. I would agree. So in this analogy, the doctor is the driver. Yeah. Um, I would agree, except that River obviously knows what she's doing and is able to drive it. Yeah. So unless like she and the TARDIS are really close and the TARDIS just trusts her more than the doctor. Who yeah. knows? Oh man, I wish River had been in that episode. That would have been so awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, Christina and Xavier also said this was such a good episode. Check this out. We watched it, listened to your podcast, and then watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, thought they would comment on some of the things that we said in our podcast episode. She said that the way Uncle died was her favorite because it reminded her of Monty Python. I half expected someone to walk by with a wheelbarrow going, bring out your dead. <laughs> I'll have to show you all a clip of that later. <laughs> just show us the whole movie. Bring out your dead. Uh, Xavier says bigger on the inside was a much better title. You're right, Xavier. Um, the, he said the doctor's wife doesn't make sense since the doctor's wife is River. He says. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, theory from Xavier there. Yep. Um, and lastly, she says I do not listen to you on an iPod. I listen to you on my phone, but I call it my iPod. Why? Victory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That brings us down to uh, the game plan. And so next week we're just moving right along to the next episode. Uh, which I will have up in just a second because I forgot to write it down there. Uh, nice. This is going to be, oh man, this is going to be a good man goes to war. <clears throat> this was, oh, yeah. um, and you know what? I, I misspoke. When we got to the end of the Almost People, I told you guys that that was the mid-season finale. I was wrong. A good man goes to war is, is the, the mid-season finale. finale. So what happened is um, a good man goes to war aired June 4th, 2011. Let's Kill Hitler, episode eight, didn't <laughs> air until August 27th. So there was like, they took the summer off, basically, or a, mm. a big chunk of the summer off. Uh, it was about seven or eight weeks in there. So for us, like, we get to just jump right over that part. But, uh, but we it, get to do that for seasons, too. Is uh, yeah. really called Let's Call Hitler? Or no, kill. it's called Let's Kill Hitler, and yes, yes. that is absolutely... Oh why, why would... What do you mean? Is that really know, what it's, it's called? Just, <laughs> you think I'm lying? I don't know. It sounds weirdly childish, but it's also Hitler. <laughs> Let's Kill Hitler! No, no. <laughs> the title just got me so off guard. It's got you off guard. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so um, A Good Man Goes to War is great. Um, Sounds great. Not a spoiler. I'm just going to tell you, this might be my favorite Rory moment of all the uh, his entire story arc. Thanks is, for spoiling that it, one, oh man, Dad. Oh man, now I know exactly you. what it is. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, then the next one, um, A Good Man Goes to War, followed by Let's Kill Hitler, um, both... Uh, pivotal, pivotal episodes um, and a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to um, uh, to watching those with you guys and you listeners there and, and hearing your input. So uh, let me we throw might. in there. Huh? 
I said a week late. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. It, I'll read it. It won't be a week late <laughs> when I read it, but it'll be a week late when you hear it on the show. Um, so just, just as a reminder, guys, you can email us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. Um, you can also leave comments on our Facebook page. That's how Christina uh, usually gets a hold of us. And uh, we're on Twitter at Noobs Hoovian, because Noobs in the Hoovian was too long. I hated that. Um, Facebook.com slash Noobs in the Hoovian. You can message us. You can direct message us there. You can write on the wall. You can comment below an episode. And by the way, while you're over there, um, each week when we post an episode, I post it on Facebook. I post it on Twitter. And uh, so we would love to have you guys share that. If you're not already following us on the Facebook page, go over there and give us a like. Um, we, we share this, but we also sometimes share some other uh, Hooniverse stuff that's going on. We'll share um, funny, you know, Doctor Who memes and things that I see mm-hmm. um, along the way. So go follow us over there and interact with us a little bit. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, guys, Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Tripp. Our production editor is that other guy. I'm Corbin. The other one. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the Classic Who connection. And shout outs to Jared and to Victor for their Patreon support. You can find us, as I mentioned, at Facebook.com slash NoobsInTheHoovian. Email us at NoobsInTheHoovian at gmail.com. Consider supporting us at Patreon.com slash NoobsInTheHoovian. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe. Leave us a rating. Share us with a friend. Not because we are a great show, but because we watch one. <laughs> Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the noobs. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Be whip. Yeah, so I I started to say it backwards again. Share because, not because we watch a great show, but because we are one. (laughs) I started to say it backwards again, and I was like, Uh, Bye.